Time for Business News with Brian Finn. Rachel, thank you. Well, AIB has reported profit after tax of €765 million for 2022. Colin Hunt is the bank's chief executive. Interest income up 20% contributing to that uh, profitability. Uh, Colin, banks doing very well in the rising interest rate environment, as we've been hearing from Dara Cassidy there. It looks set to continue. Well, look, I, I think that the performance of the bank is very much reflective of the fact that we had a very strong performance by the Irish economy last year. We had a very strong performance by the bank in terms of new lending, new lending up by by 22% in total. And, uh, you know, we're now in a position where we can, having enjoyed a, an increase in profit after tax of 19%, we can propose a dividend of €381 million, Euro, which is a payout ratio of, of 50%. Uh, you know, if, if there's one standout in relation to the results that I would like to point to, it's the fact that we we, we welcomed 450,000 new customer accounts as other banks depart the Irish market. Uh, and we now have 3.2 million customers, which is more customers in our core market than, than ever before. Delighted to contribute over 1 million euro to the Irish state last year as it sells down its shares. Uh, and uh, we have, in, in 2022, we lent... 12.6 billion euro up 22% and we're continuing to set the pace for sustainability and with a 65% increase in green lending. And we've just been hearing about permanent TSB hiking its mortgage rates. I know you can't price signal but presumably AIB will be following suit. Well, look, Brian, look, look there, there has to be a balance uh, struck between deposit and lending rates. European Central Bank has increased interest rates by 3% or probably say in financial markets 300 basis points since last July. Uh, and I'm very conscious of the fact we're coming out of a very long period of very low interest rates and people are grappling with significant cost of, of, of living challenges. And we've taken a very measured and considered approach to, to, interest, rating, to interest rate increases. Uh, the European Central Bank Governing Council is meeting next Thursday and it is likely that we will see a further rate increase there. And I think what the markets are expecting is something in the order of half a, a percent. And when that happens, if it happens, we will uh, consider our response in the very same measured way we've responded uh, to all the rate increases that have been introduced by the European Central Bank since July of last year. ARB took a, a big impairment charge around COVID. Do you plan to do the same again around the cost of living squeeze? Well, if you look at our net impairment for last year, our, our, our net provision was actually €7 million. Euro. We, we, we had a big write-back in the first half of the year, which was driven by actual credit experience with people re, re, repaying loans. In the second half of the year, we took a, a big provision, um, which you know more, more than uh, wipes out the write-back in the first half of the year, net, as I said, £7 million, And that was driven by what we call a post-model adjustment. So it wasn't driven by actual credit experience. It was driven by our expectations of the evolution of, 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 of the economy. It takes into account higher inflation, takes into account the impact of higher interest rates uh, on the economy. And while the economy grew very strongly last year, uh, probably of something of the order of 8% in domestic uh, demand terms, it will be far more moderate in 2023, but still positive. Well, d- debt distress from another uh, era causing controversy arising from uh, one uh, individual in particular. I know it was dealt with uh, uh, by an Oireachtas committee last week, but does AIB have policies in place for dealing with high-profile individuals? This sense that there's one rule for some and one for others, it just lingers. There's been a lot of disquiet uh, and a very considerable amount of commentary about uh, the particular case. And I want to assure your listeners that all of our customers in financial distress and difficulty are treated in the very same fair and consistent uh, manner. Uh, Where customers are in financial difficulty, uh, we offer a range of supports, but those supports are based on their financial position, the, 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 the totality of their assets, uh, their income levels, 
how sustainable their debt levels are. Uh, but fairness and consistency is at the very, very heart of our procedures. There are no special rules. There are no special treatments. There are no special cases. The, the Irish Independent quoted figures from uh, Pierce Doherty last week in which it was claimed that the banks here had sold on thousands of trackers that were deemed to be non-performing after the banks knew that they had been overcharged. So do you see why people, they just formed the conclusion that those walking away with big write-downs are getting special treatment? Our, for, look, for customers of financial difficulty, our focus has always been to put in place sustainable solutions to get them on track. And our strong preference is to offer solutions through customer engagement, and we have done that in over 150,000 cases. I want to reiterate once again, there is no special treatment, there are no special cases. Uh, just uh, on the commercial property uh, market, your counterpart at Bank of Ireland expressed some concerns around the market yesterday amid a flight of capital from property funds. Would you share those concerns? Well, I think that you know the, the commercial property market uh, is facing into a challenging period ahead two reasons. One, we're obviously seeing a reduction in demand coming from the technology sector as that goes through a cyclical correction, uh, but also we're dealing with the consequences of higher interest rates. And, and from our perspective, as we look at the commercial property market, uh, we consider what is the quality of the underwriting. What did we take into account when we were extending loans to that sector over the course of the past 10 years? And I can tell you, the quality of that uh, underwriting is really, really robust. Uh, with uh, loan-to-value ratios in in, in the order of 60% at initiation of the facilities. So, uh, you know, certainly... I think that, that, that there's a valuation challenge may well be ahead for the, for the sector, uh, but I don't expect material impairments to arise on, on, on foot of it. Colin Hunt, thank you very much indeed.